Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Capitalist labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it is indeed good morning from the Concrete Gang A bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and... Let's say we don't need a cup of tea, a Bex and a good lie down. But the ABCC does because Mr Justice North this week made some comments in relation to the matter that the ABCC brought, brought, I should say, brought against two organisers of the CFMEU, Adam Hall and Mark Travers, for having a cup of tea out at Tullamarine Airport. Good morning, Warren. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, Annie. And good morning, Campo. <laughs> good morning, Ralph. Here he is. You've got to talk to the microphone, son. <laughs> good morning. Up close. And that's a very good introduction. That is, this is Campo. He's uh, one of our boys out on the job, and uh, he's got a few years' experience working around the industry, working around the country, and do you like a cup of tea? I love a cup of tea. He loves it. He's a country boy. He loves a cup of tea. And from what I hear, he doesn't mind this odd scone with a bit of cream and jam. You can't go past a good scone. <laughs> right, we won't talk about his adventures in Tasmania. Anyway, well, let's start off with the whole issue of the cup of tea case. It was pretty damning commentary from Mr Justice North, not only during the uh, hearing before the federal court, but also in the matter of the costs hearing that has taken place subsequently. And uh, Mr Justice North has gone a step further than just saying it was a bit of a waste of time, it was a storm in a teacup. He's actually gone on to very bluntly say it was a waste of public money. And uh, I wouldn't have sort of 
expected anything different. I mean, the ABCC have got an open checkbook to pursue the CFMEU and any other building a union around and basically try and smash the union. When they, they can give away half a billion dollars to some private uh, fund uh, run by the big energy companies to protect the Barrier Reef, well, you sub, you're, you're basically subby everything out, don't you? Half a billion dollars to save the Barrier Reef from the very people who you're giving the money to. But the ABCC, they've got probably more than half a billion dollars uh, in the last few years, and they're going to spend all of it. And if that means wasting money in the federal court, well, what the heck? And uh, we're not, you know, we're not here to follow judges' orders. Uh, we're here to deliver news of the industry. But in this case, we can make an exception because the judge th- thought that the ABCC should be publicly shamed, publicly shamed for their waste of taxpayers' money. So we're very happy to do that. That was a ridiculous waste of money. Two blokes having a t- cup of tea, talking about four-wheel driving and travelling around the country. And uh, they call the police on them, the, that federal police, no less, <laughs> being that they were on, in an airport. Who thought it was a storm in, in a cup of tea too and That's sort right. of took some names and shot through. And, uh, and then the ABCC spending millions of taxpayers' dollars on these cases only to find that the judge tells them to get stuffed. And it's a storm in a teacup. It is a storm in a teacup, but an expensive tea, a very expensive cup of tea that was indeed for the taxpayer. Well, there's a few expensive uh, cups of tea going around because I think uh, Vic Pohl also need to have a bit of a uh, <coughs> cup of tea, a Bex and a good lie down. They went out to Taylor's Hill to quell the riot with their super military uh, operation and guess what? They ended up with a broken windscreen and that was about bloody it. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. They should have brought out... Tens of millions of dollars. Should have taken the armoured car out there. Would have taken the armoured car about three days to actually get out there. Would have been absolutely pointless. But, geez, boys, you got it. Use it. You've got a tank. Get it out there. Where where was the capsicum spray bombs, you know, and the the rubber bullets? They could have shot them all. They probably smashed their own windscreen trying to set off the bloody bombs. (laughs) Anyway, it's been a big week in uh, law enforcement, but let's have a talk about uh, the industry, and there's a couple of things we need to mention straight up, and that at the delegates' meeting uh, this week, plastering, a constant problem, and the direction is quite clear. Go out and enforce the EBA Make sure people are not being employed by gang bosses. Make sure that people are getting paid wages. Make sure that people are, in fact, legally working in the country. It was a pretty simple message, and uh, delegates and members, let's get on with it. And sham contracting, it's not on. And uh, are we going to be dare to raise two breaks, is that? And two breaks. Two breaks is what the award provides for, what the EBA provides for, Let's do it. Let's get on with it. The directions are quite clear. The only people who don't want two breaks, well, maybe this is a stretch, but mostly it's the ABNers that don't want to do it. And, uh, and it's the ABNers that are getting the overtime, the ABNers that work the RDOs. Um, but if you're on wages... You need to have your two breaks. It's there. And if you don't have your two breaks, you lose it. And we're not going to lose two breaks because a few people on ABN don't want to have two breaks. That's right. And how hard did we fight? How long ago was that one? Two breaks. It has been in the award for as long as I've been in this industry, which is a bloody long time. (laughs) There you go. Right? At one point, we used to have three breaks. 
Not forgetting that the award wasn't given down by anyone, that it was won by unions as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, all this stuff is a long history. And uh, at the end of your time in the industry, the idea is to leave it in the uh, best state you can and without giving anything away. And if people think they're going to give away the hard-fought conditions that have been developed in the award and the EBA over the last, well, since the war, since the Second World War, which is now 60-something years ago, then people think they're going to break that down, well, get real. Because I bet you the next job you'll be sucking up because you're not getting your break. So let's not uh, muck around. Let's get the two breaks. Let's get wages. Let's get the whole thing sorted out. Paid breaks. Paid breaks and have some fun. Righto. The other thing that came out is RDO procedure. Lots of people need a little bit of direction about this. The RDOs are your time. You have actually had 0.8 of a day deducted each day from your wages. So when it comes to the RDO, you use that accredited time. And it can't be given away and you lose the RDO. Simple procedure. If you've been asked to work on an RDO, if you've been asked to work on one of those days marked up as RDO on your calendar, what you are supposed to do is say no. It's pretty bloody simple. If there is some extreme reason why you need to work, there's a safety emergency, there is some kind of issue where the whole job is affected, There has to be a meeting on the job and there has to be some agreement put in place by the job to open up on that day. And it has to be exceptional. Not a case of a delegate just saying, yeah, 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 it's okay with me. Not a case of an organiser saying, it's okay with me. There has to be, one, a meeting on the job and there has to be a bloody good reason, as any meeting would know, for that meeting to vote to work on that day. Rightio. Are you enjoying yourself so far, Campo? I actually am. You are? Well, then start talking a bit more, son, because I can talk under bloody concrete with (laughs) marbles in my mouth. You have to leave some space for him, Warren. You have to leave some space. Mate, should we go to Campo's jobs? Is there anything happening in your area? Mate, there's heaps happening out of Box Hill. We've got a heap of jobs kicking off at the moment. Five or six jobs about ploughing along. Shopping centre getting built. We've got heaps. Anyone misbehaving? Oh, there's always people misbehaving. Element five? Element five. Oh, please. They're an everyday problem, aren't they? They are. We, we might talk about them later with another nomination. <coughs> Anyone else who's uh, making a uh, spectacle of themselves? Bill Corp, like usual. They're oh, free company, please. Oh, dear, right. Build Corp. They believe their ARC free company can do whatever they please, but it's not the case. No, that's correct. And old Ashley, you try and ring him and he won't fix the problem because he won't answer the phone. Come on, Ashley. All right. And Mr. Clark, who's the real man uh, behind the uh, company, what are you doing, Clarky? You've got to fix some things up. This lad, he, he, he could be seriously marred for life. The most definitely. Yeah, that's right. Now, uh, we might cut to a track. Just a little message to Mr. Levin and Mr. Clark. Chop, chop. One, two, three, cuatro. 
Nicky Bomba, chop chop. Nice and mellow, but the message is simple. Chop chop, let's get on with it. There's a whole lot of things that we need to do, and we need to get on with it. Now, some people around the place haven't exactly been uh, getting on with it either because they ain't been fixing no problems. Like our good friends from Buxton. Buxton. Buxton, Box Hill, aged care. We've got a painter there, applied coating facades, 35 bucks an hour, ABN. We've had them in the disputes board. Hanif, who runs the company, believe it's a cultural thing. These people don't like being on wages. So they'd rather be on $35 an hour than $41.50. So old Buxton, they have to ring up their good friends, the ABCC. And like dob themselves in. The master builders told them, you've got to dob yourself in. So old Buxton, <laughs> they feel like they've been hit with a wet fish, but they've had to go. But they need to go have a look at a few of their other jobs I'm hearing as well. So, What yes, happens it, on one job's bound to be happening on another. But explain that one to us uh, about the, the reporting themselves. What is this thing? Well, they're a co-compliant builder and they couldn't come in and do an agreement because they wanted to be a co-compliant builder and they've got their wish with their co-compliancy. And a part of the code is there's a bit for us, but there's a lot for them. And a part of the code is if you've got sham contracting or visas or any breach of the code, you have to ring up and self-report to the ABCC. So we're using that code. So, so if you just suspect that you have sham contracting on your job, you're forced to to dob yourself in. Yeah, you have to within four, uh, 24 hours, I believe. Yes. Wow. All the bosses listening right now are going to be a little bit nervous. Cup of tea, Bex, and a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you reckon seriously that uh, our mates from the ABCC, including their fearless leader, our mate Stevie, uh, are going to do anything about it? I'd like to think so, but I doubt no, it. No, 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 no. I doubt it. They'll probably try and do us for getting on the job in the first place and fix the issue. Don't yeah. worry about the blokes on 35 bucks an hour who got assaulted when he brought up wage issues. Don't worry yes, about he, that. Yeah. Let's worry. The boss about... has been mentioned on the show before. Yeah. So oh, This is the one that jumped over the desk, right? Yes. Over um, the table. <laughs> in the lunchroom. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Steve McBurney, what are you doing to stop violence in the industry? You can imagine how the phone call would go. Uh, <laughs> Mr. McBurney, I, I believe I have to tell you I have sham contracting on my job. Uh, righto, well, yeah, that's fine. What is the union doing about it, though? What are they up to? Yeah, yeah, a bit like the uh, <coughs> Fair Work Ombudsman. How many cases of sham contracting have they actually dealt with and how many have they simply said to people, better go and see your union? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed, folks. It's all happening out there and not much of it is productive. Well, it's a message out there to any unions who want to rely too much on the Fair Work Ombudsman, though, isn't it? Probably better to organise the job, isn't it? It's the only way you get results. That's right. And there's a few people around the place we should mention at this stage who uh, need to be reminded about their responsibilities. Kane's, our good friend Kane Constructions, uh, a Rio mat was dropped out on one of their jobs in the southeastern suburbs and uh, they were more worried about who was on the job or not on the job and blah, 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 instead of actually, why did this happen? Rio mats are a regular part of the industry. They are lifted and put into place. They're not moved around constantly. 
There are, they are basically unsound in terms of their structure and therefore you pick them up from where they are made and you put them in the hole. You don't play games with them and canes, of course, mucked around too much and next minute they've got an issue. Well, folks, none of this is new. Do it right in the first place and let's get on with it. Also, Sergi Cranes told the uh, plant operator, sorry, the crane operator to uh, stick the boom out and next minute over she went, straight down the embankment onto the Monash Freeway. And they're blaming the operator. George Forrest, come on, son. You have been around a long time. You know what the issues are. The crane has to be fully rigged, out riggers, counterweights, the whole damn lot before it starts sticking its boom out. A 200-tonne crane is a little bit unstable. It's always the operator's fault, though, isn't it? Oh, the yeah, blame thing. the operator. It can't be the machine they've just brought, or it can't be the ground they never went and checked. It was unstable. Nah, it's always the operator. Sounds like Mr. Clark all over again. Oh, yes. And we should also mention at this point uh, there was a serious incident down in Hobart at the John Holland job at the Royal Hobart Hospital. One of those trolleys we mentioned only recently. Basically, unstable trolley where you put a whole lot of bloody plasterboard on it and over she goes. It went over, broke a plasterer's leg. So, as far as we're concerned, this is a simple proposition. Chop, chop, get on with it and stop using the bloody things. They are not sound, especially on uneven uh, surfaces, and it doesn't have to be very uneven. Just a few uh, little... uh, Bits and pieces on the deck, and next minute over they will go. That's two workers in two weeks. It's pretty ironic that John Holland's a building hospital, isn't it? They put enough people in them. So. <laughs> <laughs> the only trouble is uh, John Holland's hopefully will not get the morgue job. Because <laughs> they put a few in the bloody morgue too, let me tell you. They were leading the nation there, aren't they, or...? Well, I tell you what, the Chinese Communist Party uh, would surely be asking a few questions about the competency of their functionaries over here. Eh? Well, after the Perth Royal Children's Hospital disaster, I mean, they've got a record, don't they? Hospitals. If you want a hospital built, don't go to John Owens, honestly. Oh, but the state government did. Oh, they're going to build another hospital out at Monash. Guess who's got the contract? John Hollands. How long will it take him to get asbestos in there and put lead in the water for the kids? That's the way they roll, isn't it? Unbelievable. That is the way they roll. Yes. The Chinese Communist Party doing it right for you. We like to build them slow. (laughs) And not very stable. (laughs) Righto. So, Campo, you're having a wonderful time out there in the eastern suburbs. Anyone else you would like to mention well i was on a hickory job the other day and went and had a look at the screens getting put in the screens on the job so the formwork doesn't fall off the side of the job and apparently that's chippy's work and we all know it's not chippy's work it's rigger's work correct to install screens but hickory believe it was chippy's work and now they've seen this error of their ways george and george please stick to what you know and don't muck around with the rest of it, please. Which does couple, raise... George and George being a couple of old chippies actually do know what 
is the correct process and what is not. So, boys, come on. does raise another issue that was brought up this week, which was the uh, cleaners being used as labour. Labour hire. Labour hire, yeah. So just watch that on your jobs. um, Obviously, there's labour hire firms. If top-up labour is needed... Um, but it's not for cleaners to do. They're the end, end of the job clean up. I can just see all these small uh, second language ladies, about five foot two, running around fixing the screens on a hickory job. Oh, you <laughs> can see it, can't you? I, I can just see it now. Oh yes. Trying to get rid of the trying to get rid of the Peggy's, giving them all the cleaning jobs, Peggy's job. Trying to get them in the hoist, trying to do the whole lot. Yeah, you know, screwing off a bit of concrete. <laughs> Tying some steel. Yeah. Talking to Crane. <laughs> now, let's get to Scallywags. I've got uh, Adam Darby from Wagstaffs, who have decided to lodge an appeal with the Fair Work Commission against the decision of the disputes panel in relation to subcontract site allowance on the Westgate Tunnel Project. Doing the work of John Hollands and CPB, Adam, the whole reason that your agreement was finalised was because you agreed that over $1.7 billion, the matter went to the panel. And now you're trying to argue black is white and white is black. Don't just do what your father-in-law tells you. Use your own initiative and use your brain and don't get used by the joint venture. Ozcut, Ozcast, sorry, it's an ABD-owned precaster who uh, basically want people to work on RDOs because they don't want them to work on Saturday. Okay, now, another company which has got a problems, WGC, Wollongong Group Cranes, or is it Crane Group? I'm not 100% sure not paying site allowance, not doing anything right, including the redundancy requirements. So ACG or AGC, whichever one you are, we're nominating you. Fulton Hogan. Again. Again. (laughs) Wittenbridge, again. Oh, the Wittenbridge again. Gosh, do they ever get it right? I thought they tidied that up. Uh, not according to the organiser. Oh, jeez, they just don't learn. Right, oh, Buxton's. Oh. That's Campo's first uh, Buxton's. nomination. Campo, are they the sham contracting specialist that we know about at this point? I believe so. And, oh. But there's some runners in that. You've got Keynes, they're pretty oh, yes. good at sham contracting. You've got. Um, Self report. Self report. <laughs> you got. Oh, what's a Jeez, they're going to need a new to... call centre at the ABCC for oh, all this. HMY. <laughs> yeah, HMY. HMY, yeah, they've got Donga plasterboard. Yes, yeah, there's a few people. Element 5, we nominate them too. Oh, for a particular job uh, where they're shocking job, no access to the job. Everyone, labourers forced to walk on the street in traffic to move the bins around because there's no access around the job. You can't, you're walking off in and on the job on into live traffic, no traffic management in place. Um, and the, pla- oh, the plasterboard that arrived in a disaster in the truck, it's a complete yeah. mess, which they couldn't deal with when the organiser was watching. But when they do do the lifting? Yeah, they couldn't do it because... 
They, they've got this Hugh Boot crane truck with it, has a big arm, it can do all these beautiful things. They pull in, they don't have a loading blade to unload. The organiser rocks up, they can't unload. There's a, so the organisers stand there and they've pulled this pack off and then they've realised they can't unload, so they've got this plaster hanging around, swinging around, and then they had to put it back on the truck because they had no loading boat. Next thing you know, the truck driver is running up onto the second floor to uh, alter a handrail without PPE, clearly not ticketed for the job, probably not inducted at all. Um, just chaos, element five, do not learn. Rightio, and uh, we've got a winner. Oh, well, they Buxton, all, Buxton all, for the They all deserve guest. a nomination. <laughs> uh, when, it com- when it comes to stuffing up the industry, Adam Darby's in a class of his own because not only is he going to cost his employees, potentially, their $8.90 per hour site allowance, but he's going to stuff it up for every subcontractor on that project. All right, well, there we, may be thousands mm, of them. We relent. Give it to Wagstaff. Wagstaff. <laughs> and for Sookie Lala, John Lloyd, because he had the huge sook-up because he had to be terminated as the boss of the Australian Public Service Board and he'd previously, of course, been the boss of the ABCC. And it was he didn't get out before the Ethics Committee managed to give him a slap on the way out and say, actually, you did the wrong thing. Good on so you, you, Johnny. You do leave in disgrace, John. You do. We're going to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to, to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're going to go out for Johnny Lloyd. Hail to the team. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.